0: camera time so I've been meaning to talk to blah, blah, blah. let's start over shall we so camera time so I've been meaning to talk about this for a while it's um in regards to the Bible and one of my favorite characters in the Bible Daniel what I'm here to talk about today is Daniel chapter 6 its title is basically into the lion's den and Daniel is a character that I can really relate to in many aspects What happened prior to this is the Persians, Medes, took over Nebuchadnezzar's kingdom, Babylon. What happened was the Persians, they came in, they drained the creek going in under the gate, and this happened at night. They came in and conquered the entire city of Babylon overnight, and Darius came to reign, and it was Nebuchadnezzar's fall. So that's where this chapter begins, and this is what happened after his rule took place. And Daniel chapter 6, verse 1. It pleased darius to appoint 120 satraps to rule throughout the kingdom with three administrators over them one of whom was daniel the satraps were made accountable to them so that the king might not suffer loss now daniel so distinguished himself among the administrators and the satraps by his exceptional qualities that the king planned to set him over the whole kingdom at this the administrators and the satraps tried to find grounds for charges against daniel in his conduct of government affairs but they were unable to do so. They could find no corruption in him because he was trustworthy and neither corrupt nor negligent. Finally, these men said, We will never find any basis for charges against this man, Daniel, unless it has something to do with the law of his god. So Daniel stayed in reign from Nebuchadnezzar into the Persian's reign, Darius's reign. This is really strange. A good example in modern day terms is we have Bush's cabinet. Now Obama is in charge. He's president of the United States. It's like if Obama came in and then he decided to keep Bush's cabinet. and it's just unheard of in political terms. So we will go on from here. Daniel chapter six. I shall be reading through verse verse six through verse eighteen. So these administrators and satraps went as a group to the king and said, "May King Darius live forever." The royal administrators prefects, satraps, advisors, and governors have all agreed that the king should issue an edict and enforce the decree that anyone who prays for any god or human being during the next thirty days except to you, your majesty, shall be thrown into the lion's den. Now, your majesty, issue the the decree and put it in writing so that it cannot be altered in accordance with the law of the Medes and Persians, which cannot be repealed. So King Darius put the decree into writing. So, well, you just heard that and you read it. But basically what happened was, um, because of Peds and Mersian's decree, the way their law operates, once, a, once it's put into law, no amendments can be made. It is what it is. and But they limit it to 30 days. This is not forever, it's just for the 30 days. And this is where hope and faith comes in, because um, Daniel, you'll find out, he will not budge. His faith and hope stand as, as it is. So, Daniel chapter 6, verse 10. Now, when Daniel learned that the decree had been published, he went home to his upstairs room where the windows opened toward Jerusalem. Three times a day he got down on his knees and prayed, giving thanks to his God, just as he had done before. Then these men went as a group and found Daniel praying and asking God for help. So they went to the king and spoke to him about his royal decree. Did, did you not publish a decree that during the next thirty days anyone who prays to any God or human being except to you, your majesty, would be thrown into the lion's den? The king answered, the decree stands in accordance with the law of the Medes and Persians, which cannot be repealed. How unfortunate for Daniel. Okay, so here comes verse 13. Then they said to the king, Daniel, who is one of the exiles from Judah, pays no attention to you, your majesty, or to the decree put in writing. He still prays three times a day. When the king heard this, he was greatly distressed. He was determined to rescue Daniel and made every effort until sundown to save him. Then the men went as a group to King Darius and said to him, Remember, your majesty, that according to the law of the Medes and Persians, no decree or edict that the king issues can be changed. So the king gave the order and they brought Daniel and threw him into the lion's den. The king said to Daniel, May your God, whom you serve continually, rescue you. Real faith, right? He's putting his life on the line. He's in the lion's den. Things are going to get hefty. Even the king was for him. He was trustworthy, loyal, clean, friend, friendly, reverend. He was a freaking Boy Scout. Like, there was nothing wrong with this guy except he was faithful. He had hope. He believed. And he didn't even try to hide it. Like, he didn't go to a basement. He's like, I'm going to pray down here. He went up to his window in front of everybody. Not to brag about it, but it's just exactly what he did every day. And... Pray towards Jerusalem, got on his knees, you know, and nothing changed. In turn, oh, he's being condemned for it, for his beliefs, just because the king, Darius, got outwitted by his advisors for them not liking him. All right, let's continue. A stone was brought, this is um, verse 17, by the way, a stone was brought and placed over the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet ring, and with the king's and with the rings of his nobles, so that Daniel's situation might not be changed. Then the king returned to his palace and spent the night without eating and without any entertainment being brought to him, and he could not sleep. The king's just sitting back, you know, just like, oh my gosh, number one advisory, he's gonna die. Oh, because I outwitted this, I can't, I can't pick up my freaking PlayStation 3. Like, seriously. Oh, I can't even, I don't even want to play Halo, I don't, Forget the leads, forget the brutes, man, just my my number one man is just down there. He's going to die. Can't sleep tonight. Okay, so verse 19. At the first light of dawn, the king got up and hurried into the lion's den. When he came near the den, he called to Daniel in an anguished voice. Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve continually, been able to rescue you from the lions? Check this out. Verse 21. Daniel answered. May the king live forever. My God sent his angel, and he shut the mouths of the lions. They have not hurt me, because I was found innocent in his eyes. Nor have I done any wrong before you, your majesty. The king was overjoyed, and gave orders to lift Daniel out of the den. And when Daniel was lifted from the den, no wound was found on him, because he had trusted in his God. Verse 24. At the king's command, the men who had falsely accused Daniel were brought in and thrown into the lion's den, along with their wives and children. Before they reached the floor of the den, the lions overpowered them and crushed all of their bones. Isn't that interesting? In the lion's den, these vicious beasts, they'd eat anything, they'd tear anybody up, but God watched over him in the laws of nature. He was innocent, he did nothing wrong all beings for our God, you know? But then these, however you want to call it, phrase it, these men try to condemn him for it, for being just, being true, doing his best, all that. Whether you're religious or not, there is value in this lesson. Just listen. Verse 25, Then King Darius wrote to all the nations and peoples of every language in all the earth. May you prosper greatly, I issue a decree that in every part of my kingdom, people must fear and reverence the God of Daniel, for he is the living God, and he endures forever. His kingdom will not be destroyed. His dominion will never end. He rescues and he saves. He performs signs and wonders in the heavens and on the earth. He has rescued Daniel from the power of the lions. So Daniel, suppose I should say this now is verse 28 and the ending. So Daniel prospered during the reign of Darius and the reigned Cyrus the Persian. So, let's recap on this. A new king comes in, he's kept. God watched over him, he was continuously faithful through all, all the trials of life. And then even when he was condemned, he was still found innocent because he was continuously faithful to his God. It saved him, and the ones that tried to bring him down They got what's coming to them. This this chapter has really um, impacted me, to say the least. I hope you all can take a lesson away from this. And um, I'm Michael Lambert. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Godspeed. God bless.